0: Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. Matthew 2, 1-12, Magi Worship Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Uh, This event happens chronologically uh, in Matthew's gospel right after the birth of Jesus. Uh, But he's not telling it with any distinction on timing. We believe today it was up to two years later. Uh, What I'm doing and presenting it now rather than later in these podcasts is just staying to the order of Matthew's gospel. Uh, It's a clear picture of God breaking into history. We've already mentioned that he's the God of history, and there are moments when his breaking in is more obvious than others. When God speaks, there's creation. When God calls Abram, there's a movement to a new family. Now God's going to speak through the living word himself. And his anticipation of Jesus coming is prepared in the lining of the stars that these people who followed the stars, uh, watching for signs in the east, would cause them to be drawn uh, towards uh, Jerusalem. They come and they question Herod. And we'll, we'll pick up on this character Herod yesterday, but when he hears news about another king, uh, he's troubled. Interestingly, it says that all of Jerusalem was troubled with him because Herod was a, a, a maniac in multiple ways. Uh, what comes after this is that these important dignitaries from another place uh, come and they bow down before this baby just want to highlight the absurdity of this. It's rare that a person in that context would bow before someone who was of higher standing, but to prostrate yourself before a baby. And not just acknowledging that this baby was unique, but their gifts give a sense that they acknowledge him as king. There's worship in this. There's a position of humility. Uh, The text says that they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. This is joy multiplied over and over. Kind of leads me to the so what. True joy in life is found in worship. Don't just think here about singing, but think of worth-ship. Declaring everything as being in submission to the worth of God. I love the definition of worship by Archbishop of Canterbury, William Temple, uh, who is quoted as uh, saying, Worship is the submission of all of our nature to God. It is the quickening of the conscience, conscience by his holiness, the nourishment of mind with his truth, the purifying of imagination by his beauty, the opening of the heart to his love, the surrender of will to his purpose. All this gathered up in adoration, the most selfless emotion of which our nature is caper, capable, wow, every aspect of our being bowing before the worth of God. the now what is a declaration to surrender uh, and to find my joy in this season, not in all the trappings they can make me happy, but true joy is going to come in worshiping my King. So Lord, here we are, abandoned to you, surrendered, bowing before you this day. May we find in you the ultimate worth of everything so that all the other things that are valuable in our lives would submit to that uh, so that you would be the ultimate God in our lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.